0: Updating did it, two. Let's bro. roll. I it, did it, did it, did it, did it, did it, did
1: i did it, did it, did it,
0: did it,
1: I do community service,
2: but I'll still buy my chicken. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Oh yeah, you specify. <laughs> <That's so scary. laughs> hey, what's going on? It is episode 103 of the Hey My Man podcast. Finally, we're back. Back in the saddle. Dave, tell I'm, them why you were I gone. I mean, we may be gone again next week, but for right now, we're back. We're uh, back. What is we're it? Back Friday, the, Friday the 29th? Yes. Um, I can't tell you why we were gone, because I really don't know. Bottom line is... I just want to throw you to the wolves. No, it's not throwing me to the wolves. Bottom line is I got... There's a lot... Podcasting is more than sitting in front of a microphone. There's a lot of work to be done after the fact, and uh, I just got tired of it. I was ready to walk away until I... Walk uh, away from the fight.
1: <laughs> when I get in the cage, I just like to
2: throw a roundhouse right away. That um, way everybody
1: gets lathered up. I, I w I'd like to Don't say nibble, though. Don't nibble, you know
2: what I mean? Don't nibble. How long has it been? Like this is the fifth this is five weeks we didn't do one, maybe four Ooh, or five weeks. I think I, I wanna say that it was late late April or early yeah, you know. I mean, I feel bad because obviously everyone knows Late that. March, our, maybe. Ben's brother, you know, started a website, and, and you know, yeah. we got this cartoon still in the process of being done. And Dave had a nervous breakdown. There was absolutely 100% talk of of not ever doing a podcast again. There was talk of me telling Ben, "Hey, you should do a podcast. I'll edit <laughs> your podcast, but I really don't want to do both <laughs> being, uh, you know, content creator and talking and also editing. It's just a lot of work and uh, like I said, I got a new job, so there's it just, it's just a lot more, uh,
1: some of those were not bad ideas either. Just, um, like you said, there's a whole, there's a whole bunch of life that goes on between podcasting. I just
2: really don't, stuff. I don't feel like you, I don't think, I think you would do a fine podcast. I just think that you need someone to have it for you to come and you're, you're just, you're not going to do it. Yeah. I mean, I could, I could do it, but <laughs> It's almost like a fight. Like
1: someone has to want to fight you a little bit. You know what I mean? Like someone has to be antagonistic. Our relationship is a little bit antagonistic, and it, and, it, and I like it that way. It keeps me it keeps me, exci- <laughs> it keeps me excited about it. And you had mentioned, you had alluded to before on a couple episodes that like, oh, people are Team Ben or Team Dave, you know? Like people agree with me or they agree with you. It's absolutely insane for them to do both. Um, well, some of the people that have been Team Ben have have said stuff, to me you know about that like oh why does dave think this or that and i've told them in response like, well, look if you and i did a podcast you and i that we get along just fine and we can go have lunch and hang out if we did a podcast the majority of it wouldn't consist of you going well do you like nirvana yeah me too
2: all right, right. awesome cool how do you feel about comic books, kind of stupid, yeah, I me, mean, I agree, you know what I mean like but i'm not a, i'm I don't think either of us are necessarily a contrarian just to be a contrarian i am not arguing no with you just it, to but no, I'm not saying that at all. I think that we absolutely could agree one hundred percent on the same point, but you just have a we can way can get along, and I'll you just play. have a way of like presenting your argument in uh, the best thing ever was your, I had a conversation with your brother one time where he goes, <laughs> it's frustrating because Ben will fight tooth and nail or argue tooth and nail about a point, And at the very end of the day, he just goes, eh, and he walks away from his own point like, and I go that's mr the fr- mediocre man I'm all about balance. that's baby. the frustrating part for me is that I'm like hey we're we're in we're engaged in a fight and i yeah. i'm I'm going full balls, and so are you, and then at some point you just abandon the fight and walk away from it and you're like what else yeah. it's and part, it's, it's you know, part of being zen you're bro. like you know what I don't know really, it's but part it's, of being happy it's not that you've You've decided that it's not that you shouldn't just fight. It's that you just don't care that much about the <laughs> argument. You you it's not that I've even persuaded you to believe my I side I wish I cared that much. Wa- about, you just, you know. I wish I cared
1: that much about anything. <clears throat> and, I, I watch my kid get excited about like a water slide and I go, I look at it and I just go, I wish I gave a shit about anything as much as he loves his like mac and cheese. You I, know what I mean? Like I'll see i I'll see my my son will watch like or he'll eat like a grilled cheese sandwich and he'll be like, Oh, this is so good, and he'll be talking to me and I'll go. I don't think anything gets a rise out of me. Way. Like, you know what I mean? Anything. So maybe it's just me being prematurely old.
2: I mean, I'm just super And that's, old. But that's a complaint I get. <laughs> I think you come off as, 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 as the angles, young freewheeler and I come off yeah. as the old curmudgeon. And I think you've specifically yeah. said. And for that reason, I don't want to podcast with other people, really. No, no, no. I guess I, we're stuck. I mean, <laughs> I guess so.
1: I guess so. What have you been up to?
2: uh so, the first week we didn't do a uh a podcast basically the reason it didn't happen is because i had to, i left town for the uh the capital of our great state of indiana uh and i had to you went to help legislate the r r a no i had i had to get down there uh to to a, do a a week long seminar and it's funny because I ended up getting put up in this hotel that was not necessarily in Indianapolis. It was like on the this outskirts of Indianapolis near Mooresville, which like all the way by the airport, like literally the airport parking lot, a UPS depot, and then the hotel. Can gays make pizza there? I don't know. Like if you had a gay bakery, would it be an issue? Probably, yeah. Where this was at, nobody goes. There's, unless you're staying at the hotel for the purposes of training or hiding from law enforcement, yeah. There's no reason to be in this hotel ever. <laughs> I think I'm headed to the same and, and, one. So. Th- the hotel itself is actually pretty nice, but it's like it's like in a dog leg off like this frontage road, where there's nothing around it. And I'm like, who would build a hotel? There's no restaurants around the hotel. Is there, like a convention
1: center attached. Or no,
2: I didn't, the training I was even going to wasn't even in the hotel I was at. It was just that's where this 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 training seminar group or whatever. It's just like The Shining, like you're just isolated. Well, the crazy part was, so I was in a hotel. And this is going to make you super jealous. I was in a hotel room by myself oh, for an entire week. You Son of a bitch. Uh, and five days or seven, f- four. So because oh, I came home on yeah, but still. you know, oh, <laughs> oh, you know what? I'm gonna agree with you. Yeah, but still, oh. um, I did FaceTime my children for a couple of you know minutes each day. Uh, you gotta, but you have to. The, the funny thing is. I found I watched even though there's a TV in the room. I turned the air conditioner down to like 64. It was a lot. You know those hotel rooms have like oh, super loud I think air it's conditioners. It's so cold, dude. I it's, love it. Yeah, it's great. And it smells like air conditioner. I like it smells like. I the didn't air even watch been... the TV because. Okay, whoa, uh, we whoa. here's the thing. We we live in Indiana, but where we are in Indiana is literally might as well be Chicago yeah. or Chicago land. I, I mean, we live in the city, yeah. but the mentality and most of the people that live here where we're at are, have come from there. If it takes you 25 minutes to get to Comiskey, you're pretty much Chicago. right.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, with that being said, Indianapolis is like another planet. It, it's like, it's so re- far removed from Chicago and what Chicago, the experience of a real city's like. Um, and I, I take, I, I'm making a direct like kick in the nuts to Indianapolis. It's a, it's a, it's a shit city. It's okay with me. Fuck yeah. It. I don't really, yeah, it's not yeah. that great. Um, and with that, I turn on the TV and then the news in Indianapolis is literally all, it's something like all like local fluff. News? Yeah. It was all like, you know, just the boringest crap. Somebody just tried time. to work their way to Chicago. It seemed like 90% of the channels were weather related. I'm like, how, how much what weather are, are we talk about? That's what I'm talking about. So I brought my iPod or excuse me, my iPad. And I watched uh Bored to death from this first episode all the way through all the seasons. Oh, that one with Ted Danson. Yeah. Oh, I loved uh, it, really. Jason yeah. Schwartzman. Yeah, I, I, uh, Jonathan Ames, the guy who wrote the book. I, I'm. He's one of my favorite. Yeah, every time uh, I, I see the
1: promo shot for that with them all
2: in a moped or something <laughs> yeah. like that, it's a yeah. I I'm you. immediately like, I'm out. It's. I, I like it. I enjoy it. But anyway, uh, I sat there, right. and um, I didn't go down there with anybody I knew, so I didn't necessarily have. I'm, 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 a, I'm really good at making friends. But, Everyone says that
1: about you. Uh,
2: Everyone, <laughs> but, like, the first day is always very like. Everybody leaves the seminar and then everybody kind of goes back to the hotel and goes, oh yeah that guy was definitely in the seminar mm, are you gonna go to bed yeah guys, but I mean, the first day everybody just kind of goes back to their room or does guys, their what, own you guys thing. Like chicken fingers or anybody <laughs> and it didn't come yeah. until the second night that I actually made a uh, a, a, a seminar buddy and we walked to another <laughs> hotel on the dog leg, which actually had a bar the hotel I was at had no bar uh, but this 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 let me just start here. The, the the great thing about obviously having the peace and quiet is that peace and quiet. I mean, I literally woke up in the middle of the night and I was so refreshed. I slept so soundly that I'm like, like it's like four in the morning. Day? I'm like, let's get going. You're yeah. ready to start your day at like four. Right? Yeah, it was so beautiful. It was like, like sleeping in an oxygen tent. Uh, it was. So... I can imagine that just being like,
1: where's the anarchy and the panic and the horribleness? Like, where's the. Where's the sense of dread and doom That usually hangs on me well, I And without it I might as well
2: just get my day started Here's the thing In a hotel room You sort of just say The only thing I'm responsible for in the world Is the suitcase If the hotel burns down It's not my problem Unless I'm inside it when it happens Well
1: and not only that But it's like You can act according to your mood Right Which is how people without kids can do
2: Like You forget to hell with all you guys
1: right. Yeah Like if you wake up And you go I feel fine I feel good I'm ready to go do something You can just do it Right It doesn't matter What time of the day Because you can act According to your Sense and mood That's a. I I feel like it, if, if I didn't have kids At this point I would just wake up At 2 in the morning And be like I guess it's time To go do a buffet And well, just eat Because I mean Why not and, you
2: know? and, and again that You you described a, uh, The perfect scenario What sounds like Xanadu But my problem is Is I'm crazy so, I have this issue where, even though I never unpack my suitcase into into any of the dressers or anything, because no, that's I, crazy. when I was in uh, uh, Vegas one time, I got bed bugs at the uh, Flamingo Hilton, and Each. they can they can come after me if they want. But they, it happened, um, and uh, so I read somewhere that you're supposed to put your suitcase on that like suitcase stand. You know the one that you can like open up, and it's it's like two no. metal things, and you just leave your suitcase there. You don't put it in any of the dressers. You don't. Oh, like the one
1: that, like the bellhop would
2: push. Yeah. No, no, no. It's like a little like a like a TV like a metal stand that you like just. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so um, I just leave my stuff in there, and I take it out every day and iron it. It you know four in the morning when I wake up free and and uh, footloose and fancy free. Oh my god! But in the, during the seminar at lunch, I would come back to the hotel rather than go out to lunch, i just, I'd grab like a subway and come back and sit in my hotel room rather than, you know, sit at a subway with nobody, with with nobody. Oh,
1: slow down, slow down when you talk because
2: I'm just soaking it in. So, so
1: the first day I came back, this is like, to me, this is like, this is like a college co-ed like talking about like (laughs) how she like first like uh, came home and like, oh, I had to put my things somewhere and I needed a shower. You know what I mean? Like, that's how attentive I'm listening. I'm just like, yes. And then, and then what happened? And then, Hold on, and then who came to your door? Nobody knocked on your door. No, awesome. I didn't know anybody. Hey, hey, hey. Wait, so nobody knocked on your door? Oh, uh, it was so quiet. It was so, it was so quiet. It was amazing. I and then who
2: called on the phone? Nobody. Uh, so oh, I. will so, tell you what I did so was I I made a call to my family. I know my kids go to bed you right, know right. eight eight thirty at that gone. time, Mew. and I would just be like, yeah, that's it for the night. And my wife would never call back to find out. You know, she's like, okay, great. She'd never call to say, Hey, are you out? Are you doing she didn't care? So <laughs> oh, yeah. um I knew that at eight o'clock uh. I could shut my phone off and I don't I'm not gonna have to talk to anybody for the rest of the night. But You describing your free time
1: is like Natalie Portman describing how she gets undressed to me. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm like this thing's so into- I'm like, wait, and
2: then what she, That's oops, amazing. <laughs> she so I when I come back the first day at lunch I realized that, you know, like when, when a maid has been in your room, one of the telltale signs besides your bed being made was, because I made my own bed because that's how great I felt. Oh, um, uh, well, all right. The toilet paper is folded into an arrowhead, right, at the tip. Like, the, you know, the, the, the top <laughs> really? of it. Yeah, it's like, well, you only stay in motels. But in hotels, they, they fold. <laughs> that's some Indianapolis They made shit, like a paper yeah. airplane out of the front of it. You've never seen that before where they, they put said, a nice crease? My bath been made to look like a penguin. Okay, Listen. So that's how you know they've, they've been there, they're gone. And I know for a fact, I'm like, well, I know I, I urinated, but I'm pretty sure I flushed the toilet and there's urine in the toilet. So that's a little weird. And then I look and I see that the toilet paper is folded and I'm thinking, well, why would she fold the toilet paper and not flush the toilet? Like if she would you know, scribble it out real quick or whatever. And then I thought to myself, she peed in my toilet. The maid peed in the toilet. Had to happen. So I went and I took my toothbrush. It didn't flush. Hmm? Do you think she peed in your toilet and didn't flush? Yes, I, I'm assuming she got a phone call or something I happened. Guess, like, mark, she,
1: mark your territory, kind of
2: thing. No, I don't think she did it on purpose. So I went and I took my toothbrush and I threw it in the garbage. And I took my, I left a chapstick in there and I threw that of in the your garbage. Mind. I swear. Why? To. Because I thought anybody who is a filthy enough person to urinate in my toilet. You're uh, you're where are you gonna go if you're a maid. Where are you gonna go? You you're gonna pee in the sink? I would. Okay. Would you let a guy that was like doing landscaping in your yard come in and use your bathroom? No. You say go down to the gas station.
1: No, yeah. I wouldn't say that. What would you do?
2: Yeah, I mean, would you would you pass a five gallon bucket out of your front of Number one, number two. Either or. Do you think it's appropriate yeah, for? Uh, pee do you think house. it's appropriate for an employee that's working on the exterior of your house? I just to, had two like,
1: trees cut down. If somebody really had to pee, I'd be like, yeah, go ahead. I wouldn't stop them. That's I mean, that's crazy.
2: All right, well, let's move I'm on. Bit, so right. anyway, I felt like this person may have taken advantage of my of my of uh, the sanctity of my room. So I was like, well, what does she do to my... Then I think of all these so you hidden think camera shows. She folded shows. the TP and then was like, oh, oh one real more thing. quick, I got to do real quick, and then forgot. Right. So then I also oh, noticed in the moment. morning in the shower, the first time I took a shower, I looked up at the ceiling, and there was a chest hair on the ceiling. And I, I didn't, I was, I, I was going to, I don't, whatever. I didn't want to, I was it really, you know, it bothered me and I wanted to knock it off. But I'm thinking, I don't want to touch it with my finger. No. And it was, I'm short. So it was just high enough to where I'd have to jump. And I thought, how would this look if I, if, if somebody ah, finds me, ah, how'd you break your arm, dude, fat, yeah, naked and dead you know. in the shower of the, uh, of the, uh, you know, <laughs> the, I, can Indiana, go, Indianapolis, uh, I can picture you talking about the crazy bar fight that ensued <laughs> like oh yeah the guy broke my wrist but like I ended up stabbing him in the throat with a, <laughs> with a ballpoint pin see in your scenario I broke my arm in my scenario I've died So, uh, <laughs> and the water keeps on pumping out hot because there's a huge water heater and I just burnt my skin falls off but anyway Jesus so Christ. every day I thought to myself should I leave a note just saying hey you did great with the folding of the towel but, but, but there's a so a it hair. all comes back
1: to your appraisal of people's customer service. This yeah, all comes back to that. But think about it. Like You did a good cleaning job, but Do you think that if that I ha- could that, offer a suggestion. That
2: hair is obviously never going to come down because there's no way she cleans that bathroom every day and doesn't notice that Tom Selleck-esque chest hair on the ceiling of the shower. She's just chosen to not clean it. I would recommend you grab some sort of paper towel and whack it down. I really wanted to. But I just couldn't bring myself. So, to how many life. days did you stare at it while four?
1: Four days, Four days of you going like, oh, I hope it doesn't fall. Like, No, I didn't. When I you're, I you're showering, you're going. About what's,
2: what's the story of this chest? This chest here has its own origin story. But when you're showering, you're going like. How did it get there? Is this it? Is this the time when I shower <laughs> and that thing falls on me? <laughs> no, and thinking, then you freak out like a girl with a spider on you. Like you go like, Was somebody using a loofah and flung it errantly and the hair got stuck up there? Did somebody sneeze and it's a nose hair that flung out of their nose? Probably like, what, they were
1: singing in the shower. And when they did the Freddie Mercury, like mic thrust. No, we will not let you go. It could be. It's the only, that's the only thing that makes sense. Uh,
2: the, the last, well, not the last, but one of the other crazy things that happened was when I got to the hotel, and this is sort of weird, I'm I'm staying by myself, and maybe they because it's that kind of an ho- uh, airport hotel, they gave me two keys. Now, I don't know if that's for me to go to the seminar and give to another prospective person that I'd want to invite back to my room, but why give me two keys? What's the point of giving me two keys? I'm one guy. Why do I need two keys? Yeah. What the hell? You, Because when you get two it's keys... It's got to be a suggestive, when, like, hey, if you're bored later. When you get two keys, don't you just put the keys together and put them both in your wallet? It's not like I'm going to say, I'm going to put this one I would put them in, in my car, spots. and I'm going to... That's the smart thing, but... Because of how often I lose things. Ben, I lost the keys about 150... <laughs> both of them? Because I I kept them together. Where
1: <laughs> did you put them? So,
2: my pockets, my, <sighs> my bag, my suitcase, so... Anyway, at one point I decide you I'm bored. Really? I'm gonna go down and I'm gonna run. I, I've done everything else. I'm like, ah, hey, well, I'm gonna run. So I, I got I got my running uh, uh, sweatpants on and my shoes and I go That's down awesome. to the. While I'm in there's a tread. Okay, it's a small little workout room and the only people in there is me and I'm on this. I don't even know it's you not really ran like
1: three hours.
2: It's the weirdest treadmill I've ever seen. I, I didn't really know how to operate it, but the guy next to me looked like Gerald McRaney, the guy who played Major Dad. If you remember that show. Mm, no. All right. Well, look him up later. Sounds um, familiar, but no. And like, so he's an old school 80s television guy. Yes, And, and. I thought to myself, i got to Snapchat this to my wife. I've got to take a picture if we put it on Facebook of this Gerald, the guy. It's Major Dad. It could be him because I'm at an airport hotel. He could be in transit. The, uh, then there was another guy next to him who was in full. He was wearing jeans, everyday no shoes. No way. I took a picture of it. I have to put it up on the on the Facebook. I put it up <laughs> on my Facebook really? page. Good but, for you. So for, while I'm for running, documenting, while it. I'm running, I have my phone out, and they're older gentlemen, so they probably don't realize that I have a, there's a cameras on phones. Yeah, I'm trying to manipulate the camera. I'm trying to, and I'm running full speed to get these sneakers, so it doesn't look shady. And I'm trying to take a picture of these guys in the mirror in front of us that's going to reflect back on them, <laughs> so I can put it on my Facebook. <laughs> so. As soon as I mean, managed... all they're
1: thinking about is running. Who's, oh, who's
2: really happy? They're watching CNN, but running full ball. like I gotta have music. I can't run to to CNN. No. You know what I mean? No, I just don't get do it. it. Yeah, yeah. So these guys are sweating full balls in street clothes. Uh, uh, I take a picture and I drop my phone in the process. It goes flying off the back of the treadmill. <laughs> so I don't know this till later. At that point, uh, I made such a spectacle of my phone dropping that I decided to just sort of sneak out of the, out of the weight room and head back to my room because now I've got the picture. It's good enough. I ran you for a good four so? minutes. So I leave the weight room, and you have to get in it with the key card. So I walk out, and I get to my room, and I go to reach into my pocket, and the key card's gone. I'm like, what the hell? <sighs> so now I have to go back there, and I, I, I have to knock on the door, and they're both running. That's they like have my to, move. I have to get one of them off stop their workout to let me back in so I could search the general you think area it's somewhere from my, over it, there which it was. Oh. Okay. So I found it and I was able to get back to my room. Well, one of the other days I lost my I locked the, left my keys in there in my room and so I walked down with socks and uh you know sweats or whatever to the front desk in the middle of the night or middle of the evening and I said yeah, I, uh, I lost my key card. Uh, can I have another one? She goes, what room are you in? And I go, you know, one, two, three, four, whatever the room it was. And she goes, okay. And she just hands me another card. And, and I start walking away and I couldn't help myself because I'm me. And I said, how do you know it's me that's staying in that room? I mean, I could have given you any number. Yeah. I've never seen you, you before. You could be a male escort. I, I could be someone that's about Most to go murder someone in another a room. male escort. And she goes, well, I never thought about that. Uh, wh- what's your name? And how I does go, it never what? come
1: up? That's she just was thinking, hey, MP this guy's." Cards.
2: I guess in her mind, she's like, he's in socks and sweatpants. The the chances that he came in from the parking lot this way are slim to none. So, so.
1: what should I do then if I want a high-class hotel room? I should just go there, like, in sweats and socks and be like, hey, uh, you know, I guess you'd have to do a little recon. you have to go, like, find a room that's open and be like, hey, 213
2: kids 11. don't try this at home
1: left my key right. uh i guess on the treadmill yep. or whatever
2: and then boom you have a night stay well when i said that to her i think she thought that i was like a secret shopper i might beef later on and she was like oh okay i need to get confirmation i need your name she i need doubled, you know then, then all of a sudden yeah needed. she was like well you know what now you want to you want to push it let's push it so <laughs> she absolutely did that you shouldn't have rocked the boat well you know what it bettered her and if it took me a couple of extra minutes, it, it, it bettered <laughs> it her for later. Her better, Probably saved her job. Made her a better uh, employee. But it, it was, dude, it was an amazing
1: experience. That's worth a shot, though. You just walk into a decent hotel in sweats. But what, what if you
2: open the room door and there's somebody in there?
1: <laughs> well, you have to kind of do like a you lap. You have to be prepared for murder? You have to do a lap. and oh. Well, yeah. You have to have a, something sharp with you in order to stab somebody. But say you walked a lap and said, okay, 213 is available. You just go, hey, I was in 213, and I don't know. Like, if they're not doing any right. recon, just... But then they well, have How the much zap do you think they get
2: paid, the people that work the front desk at the hotel?
1: 12 bucks an right. hour max. Mad, yeah, max. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. More like 10.
2: Right? So Depending on the shit. outfit. They don't give a shit. If
1: it's a polo shirt, 10. If it's a shirt and tie, 12.
2: Well, the, the last time I lost my key... Or actually, I didn't lose my key. I walked out. I ordered Chinese food on the last day because some of the seminar people- that's what you do. They lived out there, and so they didn't stay in a hotel or whatever, or they had already gone home or whatever. and Because uh, some people did the three-day, and some people did the four-day. or yeah. So I ordered a bunch of Chinese food in my room. Was it amazing?
1: Was I, it the best ever?
2: Well, I got back to my room at 4 o'clock, and I didn't leave it again until 8 o'clock the next morning. Oh. So it was sort of- a, All I
1: want to hear is these great stories about how like there was like 17 silence. cartons of- Chinese food, and the only sound was the TV of a channel of your choice. Well, I it's ordered just like, I ordered the Chinese oh
2: takeout, and I thought to myself, okay, when you're a takeout delivery guy and you give the hotel, the, you know, the customer gives the ho- a hotel, a transient hotel by the airport, it you got to think this guy's seen some pretty crazy stuff. Like, who's going to be answering this door in what state of undress? You know,
1: they're not home, so who gives a shit? Yeah, exactly. all bets are off.
2: Exactly. So, I ran out to you get can a pop those red
1: pajamas with the ass flap like open you're right, and just like 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 there
2: she blows, open the door. I ran out the door to get a pop uh real quick because I forgot to order one from the restaurant, and uh when I went to go get back in my room, now the chinese guys, Chinese food guy is coming, so I'm trying to get back in the room. Well, I go to swipe the key and my key won't work mm. and I'm swiping it all hundred different ways to Sunday and it won't work. So then I trot back down to the desk and I'm like, Hey, I think something happened. My key must've got Your erased. It, open. it was near, it must've been near a magnet or I don't know what the deal was, but, Come on. and the lady's like, well, I'll make you a new key. So she makes me a new key. I go back up. I try it again. It still doesn't work. So I go back again. I'm like, something's wrong. You're giving me the, and she goes, this is the right room number, right? She reprograms it again. And she says, I'll have the um, hotel boy meet you up there and see if he can help you figure out the problem. The problem problem. of breaking in is if you run into this. The guy meets me at the door, literally takes my key, puts it in, does it, and opens the door. Same one? Same exact key. Shamed you. And he goes, you had it upside down. Now I don't understand oh, how dude. I used the same key for four days without an issue. On the fifth day, or the third, three days, on the fourth day, I had zero idea. I completely had no I'd idea. I explain, explain it use to key. you, but it wouldn't be a good
1: podcast. I mean, you just needed to
2: flip the fucker around. That's <laughs> right, what that's you exactly. oh. <laughs> I was looking at the strip, and I'm like, if it were me, the, the, the computer reader's got to be on this side. And you went down there in your one piece, red and red dude, white and blue, like American outfit. I came back a couple. D- I walked back from the other hotel several times in a bourbon haze and was able to do it. I don't know why. I, uh. I was. I was Thinking too much, I was thinking, yeah. I too guess much. you thought too much. About the it. only other thing I want to talk about about this incident, and I swear it'll be quick. What kind of people do you think you're gonna see at a hotel bar around the airport? I've never seen such like I mean, it's a it's creepy. You, you could go there, was... everybody. I took a bunch of pictures there too. I was creeping, you know, taking pictures of people, and <laughs> every single person looked like they were on the run from the law or. They were waiting for the bartender because they have a bunch of cute bartenders working there because obviously these are mostly people who probably are like, you know, work for companies who are coming like traveling or people that work for airlines who are staying there only to get back on the plane the next day. So it's real like business oriented hotel. It's not really like a fan. There's no families. So it's always it's like single people. You're going and you're not, you know what I mean? There's you're not in a party of people. A bunch of these customers of the hotel are there by themselves. So they have a bunch of good looking young bartenders and I'm thinking, I'm terrified for these for these chicks. Because every single one of these guys Why? Oh, every single one of these guys, every time the chick turns League around, is it's just leering name. and like they're all older guys and it's just like, man, I'm dudes are heavy, like, I'm, I'm in from Minneapolis. <laughs> but if you listen close enough, you hear every one of these guys throwing down a rap. And oh. trying to... You know what I mean? Because it's like, oh, I'm away for the weekend. And, you know, there, there's an opportunity. But every one of them is trying to, like, throw out their yeah, own... I, did you hear some spiels? Oh, my God. It was just... <laughs> but. These oh, guys were like in their 50s. I mean, just, you what know, one, girls, one of the girls, one of the like one of the girls was say she was talking to one of the guys and she said, "Hey, I'm going to get your drink real quick and then I'm going to step outside for a cigarette. If anybody needs anything, cuz there was probably like 10 people there." And she goes, "If anybody needs anything, let me know now or I'm going to step out and have a cigarette." And one guy just automatically says, "Hey, I'll go grab one with you." And you could tell the girl was like, mm, but he just followed her outside she and is then is kind of like, my break from you." Right. That's that, that's the impression that I got, but People are so forward and it's just like, yes. I think like, I could use something at the we'll same time, the cigarette, I'm not, not really saying anything about bartenders, but what I am saying is I would assume that if you're trying, if you want to make a good wage and you're a pretty girl, you flirt. That's part sure. of the game. So in these yeah, guys, because it, you want to
1: tip a pretty girl because you want them to think you're cheap. No, that you're not cheap. Yeah, you don't want them to think you're cheap. So and at the same time, girl.
2: and the pretty girl wants to smile at you and and be friendly with you because she, she wants you to think that she yeah, likes all the way you. way a potential. You don't know if she's available. She thinks right. you're cheap, you're out. That's that's the whole thing. Sure. So I just feel like man, there's some skeevy skeevy people around airports. Yeah. Uh, so I would
1: say, you well, know. it's all like that. Uh, like what is he saying, Fight Club? Like single serving. Everybody's mm-hmm. single serving everything.
2: Yeah. I'm a single-serving bar patron. What's the Uh, quickest way? How about we get crazy? Here's the thing. Some of the people that were at the bar, I heard them talking, and they were townies that came to the hotel bar rather than why would you ever do that and i heard here's why because there's also like stewardesses and other people that are traveling alone that are coming to these cities and only staying for one night oh. so they're there you know low-hanging so you fruit
1: locally but
2: you go and you act like a trans or like a uh like a uh, maybe a traveler in
1: for a day so maybe. And maybe
2: she's at the bar and she's drinking and she's out of town away from her husband or i oh, you need right? some forethought
1: man That takes a little bit of planning and a little bit of
2: you just pick up a lot when you lit if see the thing Jesus. is i didn't have anybody there's one other guy with me and i didn't we didn't have anything in common we didn't really know each other except the fact that we both knew each other from the seminar so man. we walked to the place together and we just were listening and it was like man you pick up a lot of very creepy like this is
1: cre- indianapolis creep city <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's so what you what dude. have you been up to i've been uh well i mean i've been tearing my house up my house apart still yeah still It's all, my kitchen's almost done. Almost done. Got the countertops in. All I have left to do basically is floors. You know what I did have done? uh, I had these, I had these huge trees in my backyard and I had them chopped down. I was going to do it myself because I got all cocked diesel and I was like, I'll climb that shit with a chainsaw. After, dude, after watching a crew of people, watching a crew of people chop down a tree, like you realize one. I remember you asked me one time, like, what's your dream job? And all my dream jobs were like jobs where people leave me alone. <laughs> and I just walk around by myself and people leave me alone. Hotel That's, secret shopper. I'm so excited about your hotel stories. Uh, I think tree cutter is up there because it's like, did you go in a bucket truck and they just, they, you they send you up there and you just chop down limbs mm-hmm. and no one bugs you the whole day. Well, we had that happen. And, uh, I don't know. it it it, it was kind of crazy, because you think like, oh yeah, I can do that. I can I can climb up there and I can chop off limbs. No, there's a lot more to
2: it. See, man. I don't think that way. I always look at it and I go, that just seems very difficult. I must have someone else do it.
1: But it's like, what's cutting off wood? Like cutting wood's fun.
2: Well, That's... the way where it's going to drop and how it's going to drop. Well, I and... didn't
1: think it that far. I didn't think through that much. But yeah, you're right. There's all kinds of like they attach ropes and go around other, and they have another flunky. I think you don't realize rope.
2: how heavy a tree branch is.
1: I didn't realize it. You watch them do it. They have basically the guys up there in a bucket truck and he's chopping it, but he goes ahead and wraps the rope around a different branch and the guy in the ground is holding it. There's all kinds of right, shit. Like pulleys
2: and levers, stuff you learn in science class.
1: Yeah. It's insane. So it's weird because the people that do this are like guys that I went to high school with, like just clueless people. Like, oh, you need a job for a day. Like go ahead and cut down trees. But it's just seriously dangerous stuff.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, and it's funny because I don't think they have a tree cutters union. So,
1: well, I'm sitting there talking to the guy about it and I'm asking him everything. And I'm like, so what do you do when you go up there? Like you wrap the rope around there and that. And when it comes down and, and who collects and who does that? And I'm asking him all these questions. He's like, man, it sounds like you want to do it. And I was like, don't fuck this up for me, dude. I kind of do like, don't, don't say it in front of my wife, but like if you guys are hiring, yeah, I'd love to go up in that bucket
2: truck. You're like, just... don't tell me that there's not a bunch of chicks that are following you guys around after every job. If you do that, I'm, you know, it's going to crush what I believe <laughs> is <laughs> It's gonna ruin it.
1: But yeah, I had, I had a bunch of people doing a bunch of stuff. I did this. I, I did this stuff to my house. Counters are in. Uh, I have the floor tree trees are out. I don't know, man. It's it's madness. It's always, you know, no matter no matter what you do. Oh, I, I'll tell you what. This happened. Uh, before the big tree came out, the reason we had the tree out is because they have these big roots and they they went under the driveway and it was buckling. The same problem. It was buckling the driveway up, and so some parts of the driveway are, are 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 askew. You know, they're they're jacked up. So I got out there, Paul Bunyan style, and I took old Sluggo, the big sledgehammer. And I manually just whacked away and I just bashed the driveway until it was pieces. I load all these pieces into a trailer. It's just the most grunt work you, like the most, like if you never even went to middle school, it's like, well, this is what you're going to do. So that's what I excel at. Right. So I load up, I take it all the way to uh, Gary, Indiana to a junkyard that takes concrete and get this. I take it and I tell the guy, I walk in and there's a dude with a straight brimmed hat. And I'm like, first of all, don't ever work at a job where you have to talk to other adults with a straight brim hat. Like if you're in a rap video, you can have a straight brim brim hat.
2: Did he have the earlobe earrings too? He
1: had ear no, no, he had earbuds in and a straight brimmed hat. And I was like, dude, just like a junkyard ain't the right spot for you, bro. Like I want a dirty old white right, dude with look a gray beard right. that's sort of blonde, sort of gray, right. sort of pooping it. You know what I mean? I want that a too. black
2: guy with one eye.
1: Yeah, no, but this was a black dude with a goatee and a straight brim hat and like a necklace. And I was just like, this this isn't, I know I'm in Gary, but this just didn't feel right. So anyways, I tell him, I start bartering. I go back and forth and you might've been a little proud of me. It's $15 a load, mind you. But I said, look, I don't have a full load, but my trailer can't take so much weight. So I'm going to have two or three loads. So how about I give you 20 bucks and you let me come and go as I want. And as I dump these little loads out, no problem, right? He says, yeah, I sign off. I pay him. I do the first load. I go back home. I got my three-year-old with me, right? Because just I'm going to take one with me to do all these chores because it's whatever. It's split up, you know, con- uh, divide and conquer as the kingdoms do. So I load up the second haul in this trailer of all this concrete. I go in there. Now, when you go for a second trip, would you bother checking in?
2: Just say, hey, it's me again. You've just already me- paid. Yeah, probably. Do you just go
1: like, hey, I'm here again?
2: Yeah, I would probably give him like a high sign, like, hey, what's up? And I, w- I wouldn't Well, really I drove talk through.
1: I looked, and he was looking down at something. He had his headphones in. He had his straight brim hat out. He didn't care, and I didn't care. And I said, all right. I could park, and I could get out of my car, and I could go, hey, dude, I'm here with the other stuff that we talked about earlier. Everything that we said I was going to do, I'm doing it now. <laughs> I just want to be redundant unless you know right. that I'm doing it. I didn't. So I just looked at him, and I kept going. I unload all this concrete, I toss it all out manually, fucking labor. I turn around, I get out, I go to the exit of this junkyard, the jumpyard, whatever you call it, it's locked. Hundred percent locked. Chain link, all the fences are up. Big ass like like <laughs> the fact that pit bulls weren't trying to attack me, it wasn't like some Mad Max shit, is like surprising to me. But like big chain around the fence, everything's locked up, and I go
2: Then I heard it chopper sick balls
1: <laughs> so i was like i looked around trying to go what the fuck like, what's going on oh they must have just like started the prep to leave and just didn't check or whatever so i go in the building because at this point i'm locked in so <laughs> i didn't know this but they don't bother locking their business they just, don't they don't bother locking their business because nobody can get past their locks right. i walk in All the desks are vacant. I'm walking through everyone's personal offices, like pictures of people's kids and stuff. I'm going, hello? 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 I'm walking through, like, I swear to God, like three or four offices. There's coffee mugs, personal effects everywhere. I'm going, hello? No one's there, dude. So not only is no one there, but it's creepy because, like, I have free run of their place. And half of me was like, well, brew some coffee. Do some (laughs) crazy shit. Like... Maybe there's Jolly Ranchers in the fridge and nobody wants to say anything. You know what I mean? I didn't. I can't figure it out how to get out. I ended up, long story short, I ended up... Tell me
2: you A-teamed the door, just just blasted the gate.
1: I seriously thought about it, but I was in like the family car. Like if I was in any other vehicle, I would have, I swear to God, I would have just got a head of steam and just busted. It's it's just chain link. How how strong could it be? Because one time when I was in high school, me and my buddy Faust, who I may have mentioned before, well, we decided we would ditch the second half of school. We'd go, and this is where this is all coming back to me at this time, we decided like, that's eh, the second half of school, and none of our classes are important, we'll just split. We decided for fun, we would go into Gary, Indiana, which is just outside of Chicago, and we would drive around these junkyards and just drive around and find stuff and just be stupid. I don't know. I I don't really, I, I, I would explain it if it made sense. Yeah. But I was going to say now
2: looking back and it's an ill conceived plan.
1: So we go there and at one point there's a big, again, a big chain link fence that's stopping us with chains. Well, my buddy, my buddy Faust says, I have a 76 Cordoba with base package with no frills. And he had a warp speed button that he drew on a piece of paper and he taped it to his dashboard. And he was like, I smacked this thing and we go, but I said, all right, Cool. So he backs up, he backs up, he revs the wheels, revs the wheels, revs the wheels, revs the wheels a little more. He's it out. He's like, man, he's gonna have so much momentum by the time he hits this fence. Splick cow, we're in right. And by the time he lets off the off the brake, you're
2: breaking in at this point, or yeah, you're breaking yeah, out. Breaking in, okay.
1: <laughs> breaking in, and uh, the statute limitations is well past at this point. So he keeps revving these tires and revving these tires. By the time he lets his foot off the brake. He's dug a huge hole. I None of us noticed it. But he's just sunk us in. So now we're stuck sort of. Sort of. Oh, I didn't mention the first time he tried without a head of steam. So his car was a little bit scratched up and the fence was a little bit effed up. So, yeah. so But that's where he thought, I'll get more steam. Anyways, the point is we spent half the afternoon sticking wood into these stupid holes trying to dig his car So he could out. just
2: drive away or so he could still well, smash Well, at
1: this it. point, it's like run away with cut your losses. You know what I mean? But like... So that happened and all this is coming back to me and I'm thinking like, well, it didn't work in 97. I don't know if it's going to work right now. I ended up finding the guy in the business next to me and he showed me like a cut in the fence and we peeled back like chain link and I was able to pull my, my vehicle with my kids sleeping in the car seat and the trailer through a junkyard in Gary and he let me out. But it was like, by the way, I called dispatch. There's no no fireman, no police, nobody shows up. It's just me in this junkyard. Like, I had half of mine to try that crazy movie. You know, like when you watch action when you watch action movies, and people see like the lock on the fence, and they just like uh, like Star Wars, they just shoot it off. Right. I was like, I'm just gonna blast this fuck. I was like, I had half of mine to just shoot it, the lock off. <laughs> I don't think that works.
2: I will. Re- I will show you a MythBusters episode that'll help you decide whether or not that's a good idea. You think I should have done it? No, no. I yeah, didn't it didn't. It wouldn't see, have worked. So
1: I, I didn't view my success rate as real high. No. So I ended up finding the guy next door, but uh, all this shit just so I can get a trip down. It,
2: it, how horrible would it be if you shot the lock and it <laughs> ricocheted and shot yourself?
1: Yeah. Now I'm stuck. My three year old's passed out in my Honda CRV, and I'm just laying there with right. like, a, like a bullet to the jugular. <laughs> <laughs> It was, it was, it was freaking awful. So, but that that had me thinking like, okay, it's X amount of dollars to go to a local dump and dump some concrete or whatever. Um, How far do you go to save $5?
2: I don't ever. I don't care about saving the money.
1: $5? No. What if I told you, hey, if you, if you throw, because once I got out, I had this situation arise again. And this time I said, no, nah, no one's locking me into nothing. My wife was like, hey, look, this time we just had a bunch of dirt and we're doing a bunch of shit. But the point is I had a trailer full of junk and she was like, just go down to the city thing and they'll charge you like 10 bucks and you can dump your stuff. But at this point, after all I've been through, now I'm I'm saying I don't want to do it again. So I'm driving through like warehouses and like suburban, like weird, uh, like factories and stuff. If you go far back enough in like a Mm -hmm. factory where no one... Yeah, they work there. You've worked in these places with mm-hmm. forklifts and stuff. If you go back there, people work there, but they're not there to stop you. Right. These are very good spots for you to go back with a trailer and just dump a bunch of concrete. Whatever. Or and whatever
2: else. People, right. concrete, <laughs>
1: right. people, dirt, people, whatever you have. My point is, there's people that are on like forklifts that are making 10 bucks an hour, and they might think, hey, I don't think the guys. I don't think that's right, but like.
2: Who am I to get involved in that guy's business?
1: Yeah, is it worth it for me to involve? And usually they say no. So I right. had a, I had a big thing. My wife wanted me to go to this local dump and pay the money, but at this point I'd already been locked in. I'd already had a frustrating experience. I said no. I'm gonna find. I'm gonna find a sneaky spot. So I spent a decent part of an afternoon driving around like old warehouses with a trailer full <laughs> well, of concrete and dirt, looking for
2: places to. So save. basically, you just dumped your dirt on someone's property. Yeah, I did.
1: De- maybe. I'm not going to say if I did or didn't, but I spent so much time trying to save like 10 bucks just to dump it that I was like, at what point do you just go like, I'm just going to pay? Because that's, that's the whole Genesis behind, behind home improvement. Right. You could pay someone to cut your trees down. You could pay someone to put your counters in. You could pay someone to put your floor in. You could pay someone to do everything. Do that. And I know I put my foot down. But I immediately took my foot back up and I started doing this shit myself. And I go, look, if I'm gonna do all this home repair and all this home remodel, the stuff that I can physically do, like I can physically hump shit in a trailer and throw it out. So like that's where I'm digging my foot.
2: That's deep. the part that I don't want that I don't wanna to have to do. But I paid, I'm already in. Like I had, if I'm paying
1: skilled labor, I'm not going to pay skilled and unskilled labor, dude. I can't pay everybody for everything.
2: When when they dug up our pool, our backyard to put a pool in there, I had a bunch of like hard clay uh, behind my garage, and I was I didn't move it out right away, so it stayed there over a winter and was completely frozen and compact. <laughs> oh. So I just went on Craigslist, and there was a couple of uh, Hispanic gentlemen that I found that came and dude, I tried to move the clay. It was so hard I couldn't even get a shovel in they it. They just wanted it. No, they, that's what they do. They'll come and take... They, they have an ad there that says we will remove anything. They'll demolish anything. They'll it's remove anything. It's debris removal. Yeah. So, for like 40 bucks. they came and they did Bodies. like... Bodies? Again. Uh, they, they didn't specify. I'm not going to ask. All I, I said was... I like about them. What I need removed is behind my garage. So, you just go ahead and remove that. And then we never spoke again. So, I you never have a point
1: where you're like, I'm just... This 10 bucks is like... I'm just going to dig my no. feet in because...
2: Nope. I just pay someone else to do it.
1: Nah, you can't. You can't. Yes, I can. You can, No, and I feel great about it. You can't. No, it does something to your manly. And though.
2: I usually hide until they're all done, so we don't have to have a conver- conversation. <laughs> or we, that's that's part
1: of your. Or they can't look down their big snobby nose. You're not going to get it back. Me. You're not going to get it back.
2: I fill it. I, I I take it in in other areas. Ah,
1: maybe that's the key. Maybe that's the key. But I just started thinking. I was like, dude, I'm spending two hours driving around places where I may arguably get arrested or murdered. Or murdered. But if somebody goes, Hey, you have a kid and you're dumping a bunch of shit on my property, and I'm going, Well, I mean that's debatable. Maybe. <laughs> maybe I am, maybe. That's I'm your not. version. But all this is to save like 10, 15 bucks. But that's, this is where I'm insane. at because I've been pushed so far Well,
2: at to- least you can you can take that ten bucks and when you when I get sloppy, shitty service and we're together, you could take that ten dollars and give, tips. It, give it to for extra tips. Extra tips. Listen.
1: When I've been pushed so far to the brink like when i've when I've had every part of my like personal decision removed when it comes to home remodeling, this is like my last bastion of 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 respect. It's all I got it's all I got left like look, this is all I have. I have this trailer full of dirt and I'm dumping it on on your property and, and it's and happening something something's we might go down right now. But I am not gonna pay
2: someone else to do it. I have to tell you that uh in in, in other uh, in other man news. And let me. Your wife mows your lawn, so I don't. I know what? you. What doesn't she? I thought your wife mows. Occasionally, lawn. okay. You ever only when I like. Don't. Have you you know when you ever see? Uh, I'm sure you have, but like in a baseball stadium when they get crazy and they sure. make like a sunburst or how? The other day, my team, is and more I know I put World it series. on. Uh, 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 Twitter. Yeah, a picture. But it didn't do justice. It didn't. It didn't. I'm telling you right now, man. I know now, what you're thinking because I, like, I was like, he wouldn't have posted this. My yard, my lawnmower, is a, the deck is a certain size. And even if I was to go down the yard a million times, in order to get, because usually the last line you do is like half on the sidewalk. It's not as equidistant from as the other lines. This one time, this one day, I cut the perfect lawn. Was it's, it conscious effort? Halfway through. And my kids were outside playing. Was like a no-hitter. Like like, That's oh, where shit. I was going with this. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> this, this is it, what it sounded like immediately. This is what happened is I was listening to a podcast. I was just mowing the lawn. and I, You know the third or fourth line, I was thinking to myself, this is pretty straight. Things are going pretty well. I mean, this, well. Is, this is going good. It didn't even dawn <laughs> on me until I looked down and I said, man, those three lines that I cut were perfectly straight and perfectly equidistant where I have that wheel going just over the line from the line before. And I used to cut lawns for a living. You I mean overlap? I've cut a lot of you know, lawns. How
1: was the overlap?
2: I literally put the last line, I put the wheel maybe six inches over the, the last line. You, know you what don't you don't want
1: to just like go a new line. You want to over No overlap. it has to overlap. Yeah. Nice.
2: Because, yeah, absolutely. So I'm talking six inches, so maybe the, the wheel is just over the in, the inside of the last line you cut. cut. And I got halfway down, man, and I thought, this could be... I was really first concentrating on how perfectly straight the lines were, but as I started to look down and see the last three or four coming, I said, I might be able to make... There's four more possibility of four more passes being done.
1: You got a couple sluggers coming Dude, up Dude, I hit this theater. thing dead, dead nuts. nuts. I hit it dead nuts perfect.
2: My kids were if calling I for me. They were asking stuff. I didn't even answer it. I literally know. had. Not I'm telling you, I sat back. I went inside. I got a cigar. Would and I cry? smoked the cigar. I stood no, on my. Not. Yeah, I did. stood in the driveway. and I took pictures of my lawn with my phone. And I smoked a cigar. And it, it was glorious, man. It was. I Would really felt... I was happy with myself.
0: No, I was, can't no, where the light Was
1: the light hitting, like, the the sun different was,
2: directions? The, the sun where was... You could see the, oh, yeah, where you could oh, see the different tone. Dark yeah, going yeah, one yeah. way, the light going... Yeah. Yeah. And then I thought to myself, I wanted to do a sunburst the next time. Something really crazy. Uh, there's been times where I've done diagonal, and then I've gone and cut the again diagonally the other way, and done, like, a cross-stitch-looking thing. Uh, whoa. Uh, when I get, I've gotten frisky before, uh, but this was the, the first time... <laughs> This was the first time I did a perfect. So I was riding yeah,
0: out of I will stand by you forever. you can take one of your away. Renovations.
1: Renovations. This Benovation requires a little bit of prep this isn't i know a lot of benovations. you can go like oh that'll that'll there's certain things that you go like oh that'll that'll help your life a little bit like that oh that'll make things a little bit smoother like oh that might make you happy oh you have a pillow that stays cool so that your ears don't get hot that's nice oh you have some coffee that's white so your teeth don't get that that'll help this is huge this one's a. f I can't this, wait. This one's a fucking game changer. And and with Partly
2: any, the reason I start I wanted to do the podcast again was because <laughs> I was so excited about this.
1: With any game changer, you can't just go in willy nilly and everything can't conform to what you want. So you have to do a little prep work. But I promise you, if you do the prep work, your life. You want to talk about stress? Come on, dude. Go on. You want to talk about like
2: like Stop tickling my ass with oh, a feather here.
1: Oh, My God, think about it. And this all came back to when I took a trip to the recycling plant. <laughs> <laughs> when you go to the recycling plant, they show you, like, they have these meticulous Why ways. Why do you go of... to the
2: recycling plant?
1: I don't know. I worked for Whole Foods. It was like... Oh, okay. Know, back like, in the day. Mother I thought you were still driving
2: your recycling to places. <laughs> no.
1: No. But they have, like, all these crazy ways of separating. Like, they just dump a bunch of trash. Like, I know it's funny. Like, when you have your recycling bin, you go, oh, I got my paper here, my plastic here. None of that matters at all because they dump it in a big fucking bin and then they separate it sophisticatedly later so one of the things that blew my mind was they have this conveyor belt and there's magnets inside it right and the magnets are faced the opposite way not to attract metal but to repel metal so these magnets are flipping around on a conveyor belt flipping and flipping and flipping and every time a piece of metal aluminum a can instead of sucking to the, ma- the magnet it-, it casts it off repels it it flips it over a ditch everything that's not metallic falls into the ditch everything that is metallic gets chucked over the ditch this got me thinking every day i have a three-year-old and i have a two-year-old i have eight thousand cats and i have a wife when you combine all this there's shit all over the floor everywhere there's cats no less than 10 times a day do i kick a cat in the face
2: I watched. Me, me too.
1: Yeah, but this is unintentional. Oh, okay. I walk so Like I room don't even own a cat, and I just go to change the volume on the TV, and I just go toward the TV and I kick a cat in its stupid face, or or I I kick a Cookie Monster doll, you know, or all these things are in my way, and my wife goes like, "It's not a big deal. Why does it make you so stressed out?" Well, it does make me stressed out, and I know I'm I know I'm all over the map, but this is all gonna come together in a beautiful vision. So every time you get up from the couch and you walk toward the TV or somewhere. You have to, or how about even this? Like, oh, you wake up in the middle of the night, your kid needs something. Like, you go into the room to check them out. You're never going to make it all the way to their bed without stepping on action figures, toys. You're going to, you're constantly stepping on things, kicking things. This is the problem for me. And I was like, how can I solve this problem? Because this is a big problem. And if I can cure this, man, I'd be so happy. So here's what you do. It's going <laughs> to require a little bit of prep you've to take you have to take magnets and put them on everything all the kids toys <laughs> all the kids toys you little ones not big ones not it's not a ton of work like little ones like almost like uh like those little cell batteries that you put in like a watch <laughs> you're going to take these batteries right these magnets stick them on every one of your kids stuffed animals toys the cats on their collar you're going to put a couple of those magnets on the collar now what you do is you have man socks that you walk around the house in and those socks have the other magnets faced outward, right? Mm-hmm. To repel.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So instead of having to wonder like, oh, I got to pick up all this stuff, go ahead. Leave your garbage anywhere you want. Oh, you got you got Legos on the floor? No big deal. Just leave them there. I don't care. It doesn't bother me. Oh, the cat's sleeping in the middle of the living room? Not a problem <laughs> because I'm going to walk through with my dad socks and my dad socks are going to have magnets that repel the other way. Everywhere I walk, it's going to throw cats. You're out going
2: of... to be like a, a a current day Moses.
1: Yes. I'm going to part the sea. Thank How about you. this? Thank you. Magnetic gonna... Moses. Magnetic Moses dad socks. Well, okay. Okay. No, but it, uh, well, that screws up the M thing. We'll think of something. Right. Mag... Man socks. I don't, I don't Man know. Something? Man something. We have three M's so far. So you wear these socks that are coated. with. I just came
2: up with a name, but I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm to gonna shit on this idea in a second. But go ahead. <laughs>
1: okay. So you wear these socks that are coated the opposite, you know, polarization as everything else. So, yeah, I know it's going to take a little bit of time. But, like, look, when you're just hanging out, you know, just hanging out um, in the evening, you're having dinner, slap a few magnets. Slap a few magnets on the, on the family pet. Slap a few on your kid's favorite oh. toys.
2: Well, let me ask you this. Just, I want to just sort of vet this Hold idea. Hold on, before out a you bit. shit
1: on it, I just want you to picture this. You're walking through the living room. You're going, "Oh, my kids fell asleep on the couch. I'm going to turn the TV off before I go to bed." But I hope I don't step on anything sharp. No worries here, because as I walk through the room, everything's going to fly away. Like, like all the Cookie Monster dolls and all the Legos are just going to. Like
2: they're just gonna fly away this seems like You're a gonna, great idea. everything is the Red Sea and you are Moses all the time just a quick question though how strong of a magnet will your socks be holding pretty strong
1: I mean because you are i nowhere. I feel
2: like there's going to be an issue because what do you think the average weight of a cat is Four and a half pounds really Eight pounds? I thought, yeah I don't know I would say eight to ten pounds maybe this is eight an American pounds. cat eight uh, to 10. full
1: a full full cat yeah like an,
2: like a, a man cat? yeah <laughs> an adult cat 16 pounds we'll go eight pounds for okay it. how much i want to say magnet strength do you take do you think it would take on your socks to cast off a, a cat you may have to put extra magnets on their collar I'm not saying that precautions but I'm be saying taken. so how much force do you think it's going to be required to to push the cat?
1: I haven't done that. I haven't a done heck
2: of that. a lot, right? I mean, another,
1: yeah, a lot.
2: Well, the problem comes I'll put where them on their tail too. then you walk past a Lego and it fires like a bullet because of yeah. the fact that you're, yeah. So your kid who's sleeping on the sleep. couch, you do avoid stepping on it. However, you you do cast a uh, Lego into his cranium or Dude, shatter the TV screen. When you walk through the room. This idea is horrible. It's really one of the, the worst room, you've ever had. Like,
1: it's gonna look like a John <laughs> Woo <Wu> movie. She's <laughs> just gonna fly the Matrix. To the side. Yeah, yeah, like. It's gonna, it's gonna look like explosions everywhere you go. Like boom, everything's gonna, like everything's gonna fly against the wall.
2: I, I, I see where you're coming. But never from. will
1: you have to worry.
2: This about would it. work great in a cartoon. I just don't see. First of all, wait till who's I. Who's gonna spend air- all the time magnetizing? <laughs> I could see you on Shark Tank and like them saying, "Well, here's the socks." But how do we? Well. You really got to, you know, it's going to take some time because, you know, if you, you put it inside your cabinet doors in case somebody left one open and you happen to walk by, it'll shut your cabinet door for you at about, you know, 95 PSI. It'll mm-hmm. blast the glass right out of your, you know, mm-hmm. I see some potential You're going to have to
1: use a little bit of, of, of thought as to what you magnetize.
2: Yeah. But been, I can
1: say this. There are certainly common offenders, i.e. the cats and a couple of your kids' favorite toys. If nothing else. Okay, a Lego here and there. These things happen, but never again will I kick the dog in the face on accident because that dog's going to get flung against on the couch. purpose.
2: He'll be flung against the couch on purpose because yeah. he's just not where he he's in the wrong place. At yeah, the wrong well, time. that'll
1: teach him to be in my way.
2: <laughs> I you will... should
1: love this being like this is my like like a man of the house. I, look, I, look, it's like hey, look, don't listen to me. Fine, don't you know what? Do what you want, but when I walk through the room, you're going to learn real fast. Then I agree like that the flung.
2: concept itself is a. That I wouldn't say a good the, idea. I'm gonna it's, call them the Red Sea. It's an C- idea. I'm gonna
1: call them Red Sea socks. There you go. Because the world is my Red
2: Sea, it, and I am Moses. It, it's an idea, not necessarily a good one, but it is an idea. <laughs> I just feel <laughs> like uh, it might be the most moronic concept <laughs> I've ever heard, but it is a <gasps> benevation. And uh, think about just—I wouldn't even have to
1: lift my feet. I'll just shuffle everywhere. I'll just.
2: Yeah, I don't know how comfortable these socks gonna be. They be like those boots that they wore in. What the hell? Was, in a you know face-off? Com-
1: you, know, you know how comfortable confidence is?
2: Yeah. Confidence is real comfortable.
0: Benevations. Benevations.
1: They get the peace of mind knowing that you won't kick stuff.
2: Let me ask you this. Uh, another thing real quick we talked about. I had sent you a text, I guess, probably three or, three, three or weeks ago. Just maybe it was a Sunday or something. I was sitting home. It was a gloomy day. And I happened to catch uh, Footloose on the, the yeah. new fo- the new Footloose, uh, the no. new one. And I, my me and my son watched like the last 30 minutes of it. And I'm like, dude, you've never seen Footloose. And I always, whenever a good 80s movie pops up, I always find it and we watch it together because I want you. him, you know. Good so you. W- recently we watched, we just watched uh, Big Trouble in Little China, uh, oh, which he, yeah, he was all about, but we watched Footloose. And as I'm watching Footloose and falling in love all over again, I sent you a text. <laughs> I said, Ben, I know there's no way this guy's seen Footloose um, because, you know, he grew up in a strict religious family, you know, probably just like the one in Footloose. Quite and similar. His, I would assume that his parents felt like that dancing might <laughs> conjure up the devil. Yeah. So the devil's and, in the dick somewhere. I wanted you to watch Footloose and I figured, you know, I'll ask him and, and I like to see Ben do these 80s movie reviews. I usually give him like, what I usually give you like five minutes. I'm yeah. going to give you, I'm going to give you your five minutes. I want you to. Oh, yeah. okay. So you can set the timer. Let me know when you're do ready. Do I have to give you details as to where, where, where it took place? I don't care what you want to do. You you have five minutes to review Footloose. You, I'm giving you five minutes to do which. All right. No problem. No problem. If okay. you choose to review Footloose in that five minutes, that's on you. Yeah, uh, and I'm hoping that's what you do. Yeah, but after that five minutes, we're moving on. Understood. Or at least I get my say, and then we're moving on. All right. But I'm not going to speak for five minutes. Okay. Can you handle five minutes? Can I handle five <laughs> minutes? It <laughs> was a joke. Phew. It's like asking Arnold Schwarzenegger can he can
1: he deadlift 300 pounds? Look, the point is this. Are you ready? i Yeah. Oh, I've... you're
2: not even. I thought you were setting a timer. I thought we were you a timer. Oh, well, all right. Hold well, on. No, no, no. You have to get your notes.
1: Okay. Here's what I do want to say. I've made it pretty clear. Uh, the Most most of the time on the show, I've made it pretty, pretty clear that I'm a child of the 90s. Yes, I, I, I was born in 80, and so I had a, a glimpse of the 80s, but most of my uh, influences, albeit grunge and in living color and things like that, uh, were all in the 90s. However... I realized something that hit me hard Hard when I watched Footloose And I don't think I watched Footloose Because you told me to I, I think that was one of my um, What do we call them uh, Hey My Classics I think Footloose was one of the Hey My Classics And I just checked it out Because I felt like it was time But I realized this And this, this I'll tell you what this, this, this hurt me to the core And I didn't want to say it But I had to say it And once you say it out loud It, it makes it real I think the 90's killed damn and this is bad. This is bad. I, I give the nineties a lot of credit for the fly girls dancing, for Vanilla Ice dancing, for MC Hammer dancing, and sync dancing. Was, a lot of people were dancing in the nineties, and I go, yeah, okay, cool. Everybody in the nineties did dance. It wasn't, it wasn't something that was. There was no moratorium on dancing in the nineties. However, it 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 killed real dancing because once the nineties came, you know what dancing started to look like. Dancing started to look like having sex Everybody in the 90's that was dancing It was all like humping You know, you got uh, uh, It was Bobby Brown no, Ain't nobody humping around You got that, you got MC Hammer All the people I just mentioned All dancing became Like, I'm gonna get as close to you I, I'm gonna get as close to you as I can And I'm just gonna start humping you And I'm just gonna get on top of you And I'm just gonna start gyrating until Either somebody gets pregnant or, or the police come So that's what all dancing was in the 90's well, as I'm watching Footloose, which, which by the way, Footloose is the movie I'm reviewing right now. <laughs> Footloose is a movie that takes place somewhere in suburban, whatever. Kevin Bacon was from Chicago, and so he came to this like, suburban town, and they were they were all uh, in charge by it. the guy that was basically the big influence. was a pastor. He was a pastor. And he was saying, like, you know, the music is the devil, and you know, he's very like uh, Jack Kyle's Baptist, but you can understand that. So the point is this. Once Kevin Bacon would get so fed up with all the stress and all the pressure of, like, of, of this city saying, like, hey, man, like, you can't dance and you can't express yourself, what he would do is he would, like, get super pissed off. How he got beer, I don't know, but he did get beer. How he got a car, I don't know, but he had a car. And he would drive to an abandoned warehouse and he would drink beer while he was driving, which, I know it sounds bad, but it seemed kind of cool. Like, I know, it's, I know you're not supposed to go, like, drinking, drinking he's cool, but the way Kevin Bacon does it, he goes, well, and the guy was pretty upset, like, if you want to slam a bush light while you make your way to a suburban warehouse, where's the real victim, right, I don't feel like there's any real victim. There's no real crime happening, so he would drink a fucking bottle of beer in this abandoned warehouse by himself, and he'd be like, I got a release, man, I got a release, Like I got all this pressure, I don't know what to do with it, in real life, what people do is they hurt people or they do something bad, or they steal money, but in Footloose what they do is like, ah, oh, I can't take it, all this pressure, I just gotta dance, man. So he goes to the warehouse and he starts dancing, because he's like, ah, oh, I can't take it anymore, I gotta start dancing. And not only is he dancing, he's not humping, there's nobody there to hump. How do you dance when you can't hump? <laughs> Kevin Bacon will show you. <laughs> there's nobody there to hump, which blew my mind, because from a kid of the 90s. I'm like, hey, if you're dancing on your own, if there's nobody there to gyrate on, I don't know what you do. I guess you just hump the air. He didn't hump the air. He jumped around and he was like flicking his arms out and flicking his hips out and going crazy. And he conveniently found a bunch of parallel bars that were in the warehouse. And he was like, oh, he's also a gymnast, by the way. And he was on these parallel bars and he's just like doing... By the way, nobody ever checks to see if like these are secure. He finds these bars and he's just flipping around him and he's doing like three sixties and he's doing all this crazy gymnast stuff and then like this chick jumps in and she's like, "I saw you dancing. I know what you're about for real, man. I know how you relieve stress. I know my dad's like a crazy pastor, but so oh shit, four and a half minutes in. So point is, the the '90s ruined dancing because Kevin Bacon was like, I get, I get, I get. I get freaked out, and I need to dance, and I need, I need to relieve my stress by dancing, and he taught his friend who didn't know how to dance, he taught his friend how to dance, and at the end of the story, everybody was like, oh, we're all going to dance, and we're going to feel better about ourselves, so that was Footloose.
2: Well, <laughs> I feel like that was one of the greatest five-minute reviews of Footloose, one part of Footloose that I've ever heard in my life. Uh, you, dude, you were running, like, <laughs> that was great. Uh, I have to say that. That's what Let me. But is you, about. okay, so
1: check it out because it's a pretty good movie.
2: How many? Man- <laughs> <laughs> How many pommel horses would you give this movie?
1: Four and a half out of five. Wow, I loved it.
2: Really? Look, yeah, I swear to God, dude. I was watching Footloose. And good for you.
1: I no, I I didn't like Red Dawn. I thought it was a piece of shit.
2: The new one or the old one?
1: The old one. Okay. I thought it sucked. Um. A bunch of these, hey, my classics I've watched. I'm like, oh, weird science? I was like, that's not good. Footloose? Good. Dude, Footloose is good. Wh- I immediately texted my sister, who was uh, 10 years older than me, and I was like, I'm so angry that you grew up in the 80s and I didn't because you guys had so much fun.
2: I feel like. Uh, I, I would agree awesome. with you. Footloose is a great, great movie. And, and it it's not, It's the dancing is, is a small part of it. A, the music is awesome. <laughs> The music is good.
0: Yeah,
2: it, uh, uh, and, and I think it's funny that you you zeroed in on the one part where
0: it was I was like I wanna, this
2: one scene. I was like, "What's going on?" I don't remember him drinking and driving. He had like one bottle of beer, and, yeah. he, and then he he took a swig off, and then he got angry and he threw it angrily. <laughs> he threw it, and, it, and part of he wasn't just flailing number. his arms out. the The funny thing is, is you start describing his dance, and then you go back and you go, "Oh yeah," and the he was a gymnast. That's <laughs> that's why he was in the warehouse. He wasn't there to dance. He was there to do a floor exercise sort of dance where he knew all those Dude. things he worked his in that way were just were so open. you know he would
1: throw his fingers out open. he
2: worked there so he knew the layout <laughs> i know he had jazz hands i'm aware of that <laughs> but there's what's not to love there's a hot chick in the movie yeah. there's fighting there's dancing she there's she's good music yeah i mean she gives up to everybody and there's lift but, but
1: she gives up to everybody but he's like she's like don't you want to get it on with me and he's like no nah, man not yet
2: well, let me just go... So, Lori Singer and Kevin Bacon, when that movie came out, that's the main female, they're 28 years old being 18-year-olds. The guy who Maybe played... Maybe so cool. Yeah, they, and they were the younger. There was no... Or, uh, Chris oh, Penn... Did that was a high school bull? He's like 34. Oh, yeah. Seriously. <laughs> Chris, Chris Penn and... Um, uh sarah jessica parker were both 19 when the was movie chris came penn out the
1: dude that he taught to dance yeah oh it's chris penn that's
2: a, a, a i didn't recognize
1: him because he wasn't fat
2: hand, exactly yeah that's chris penn oh he's so good in that. willard man and that's what's great about it too is they're like i've
1: it's never, not like hey dude like dancing is kind of weak bro i don't know he's like no dude if you learn how to dance everything will be okay and there's a part there's a big part of me that was like well, that would be nice. Well, when he when he come, <laughs> when he a,
2: when the Kevin Bacon character comes to town, he meets up with this Willard, which is the Chris Penn character, and like you're saying, Willard is supposed to be like a country tough kind of dude, and right away they have like a, a back and forth where they sort of uh, bust each other's they balls talk a little shit bit for like two seconds, and then they like... become best friends, and like you said, this is Willard who's like I don't dance, I'm a tough guy, and Kevin Bacon just basically teaches the guy, hey man. You gotta dance. And it changes everything for that you. The whole movie can be summed up in those ten minutes. It, it, but the, the thing out, for me is dance I'm dance that here. guy. I'm Willard. I don't do dance. Willard? And so badly do I think to myself You need, a Kevin I need Bacon a dan- to teach you. I, and you know what's funny? My old man. He never <laughs> he never danced. He he was one of these guys. He would slow dance like I would, but he would never dance. Yeah. And uh my dad loved Dancing movies. He loved Dirty Dancing. He loved Footloose. He loves Dancing with the Stars. He wanted to. did. Huh? He wanted to. That's the crazy part. Bad. He could see in this guy, like, look at this freedom. This guy's free. This is why I say
1: 90s killed dancing, because in the 80s, it wasn't about manliness. Like, if you wanted to dance, dude, it didn't mean you were a pussy.
2: Dude. In the 80s, if you you were a pussy if you didn't dance. Right. Look at Saturday Night Fever. Look at Flashdance. That's look what I'm at, saying. Dude, these guys went out to the clubs and they just cleaned up with the chicks. But
1: I grew up in an era It's like, no, dancing's kind of for chicks, man. Or right. Or dudes that like gyrate. I watched this movie and I was like, no, no, no. This guy's dancing and he's throwing his hips around and no one's calling him a pussy. No,
2: everybody wants they're to like, be him. They're like,
1: it's awesome.
2: Right. And so I was like, damn it. Why can't I be in the 80s when... When when people would... Do you dance? I don't know if we talked... I think we talked bit, about this. A little like bit. When
0: you're,
1: when yeah, you're, when you're yeah, gassed up. Yeah, I mean, but. I'll dance to like fast music and stuff. To, yeah, I mean, I'll give it a go. But I know I look stupid. But here's the thing. The whole time I'm thinking but, about... do you think you could about, dance like that? Do I look like that? dumb? Do I look stupid?
2: But if I was in the 80s, it would be like... You'd have oh, a tie around your head. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no At least. At least. So I, I have to say... I, I love
1: the 90s. And I'm a little upset.
2: You with wish that. you could adopt Footloose I'm a little though. upset
1: with the 90s right now. Because I feel like when I watched Footloose, I was like, oh, that would have been so awesome. And I think my generation might have killed. Do
2: you have that list, that running list of things that Dave likes? Because I want yeah. you to add Footloose to that list. Yeah. And keep, uh, I'll keep, tell you, keep cigars as well.
1: I was my, my current list of what Dave likes consists of... Uh, let's see. My current list of, of what Dave likes. (laughs) And you, this is not from what you're assuming. This is from what I've told you I've liked. No, this is what I'm assuming. Oh, okay. The eighties. I guess what footloose goes in there. Bad TV, sushi, (laughs) (laughs) sushi, East coast comedians, bangs, cigars, the idea of playing music, but not really playing music, Chinese food and oldies.
2: That's yeah. what. That's what I think you like. I do like all that stuff. Those
1: are li- pretty cool things. Yeah,
2: they are. Yeah. I don't like Stanley Kubrick. I'll add, I Fo- add that to the list. I'll add, I'll do a
1: hyphen with Footloose for the. reason. Right.
2: Well, yeah, Footloose has to get its own category. I literally I feel put- like one day, like when I do like your thing at your funeral, I'll be like, "Well, Dave did
1: like these things." No,
2: I want to say Footloose is the diehard of dancing movies. For me.
1: I'll say this. I'm glad I,
2: you liked it. Really, I'm glad you liked it. We did the Hey My Classics, and uh, I, I think I ended up deleting the list. Oh, no. Oh, you know what? You were spo- You promised you were going to do the Burbs today, but we did Footloose instead.
1: I was going to do the Burbs because I had five weeks off, and I had this big Burbs thing, but it's like, we don't want to do two movies in one right. episode. That'll fuck it out. Yeah, we'll I that have that. like The Wraith, Real Genius, Pr- Princess Bride, Toxic Avenger. Highlanders, Stripes, Fields of Dreams. Pork. No, not
2: Highlanders. Highlander. That's a, yeah. sir. <laughs> You're not going to find that movie.
1: Uh, Field of Dreams, Porkies, and Bachelor Party. Well, I jumped. Dude, you've
2: never seen Field of Dreams. I've seen it. Yeah, bits and pieces. Of okay. It. I think the next, the Wraith, is the next one you have to watch. I skipped ahead and I went to Footloose. I don't know why. I just did. I because I told you to. Did There's you? a ta- yeah on Twitter. I said, hey, I need you to... Go. And you said, all right. Okay. Oh, that's... Okay. Yeah, all so right, I, yeah. that's why. But The Wraith has got to be the next one. But
1: out of... I wish... Okay, here's the ones... Real quick. Here's the ones that... that oh, it's not... Here's the ones that I, I did see Pretty in Pink, Say Anything, Escape from New York. I liked Say Anything... I like Pretty Pink. Escape from New York was no good. Footloose, the best by far, so far, easily, good. and that good.
2: includes Red Dawn. And now yeah. I'm upset that you saw Footloose so early on because I just feel like it's you're not going to get better than that in the '80s. I don't, not, I, everything, everything, I don't know. It has everything. Everything it got
1: a little churchy after a while, but whatever.
2: That's just to build the story, man.
1: But I like that this dude was like, "Oh, he's so cool." Like they're like, "Oh, he's this tough guy," but he really wasn't. No, and then yeah. they had like this big tractor race. <laughs>
2: Where it's like no, it oh, they were playing chicken. They were playing chicken with tractors, but with like, like tra- a tractor that probably cost three hundred thousand dollars.
1: Yeah, but it seemed weird to me because they're like, yeah, kick his ass, like, like get closer. But then when they did get close and the guy got scared and jumped, it's like, well, what's the point?
2: That's the point. The person who turns off first is okay, the but loser. But you know,
1: but you know, your tractor's gonna get fucked up.
2: Yeah, that's the part that doesn't make sense. Is that he goes like after his tractor. He loses not bacon, but the other guy he's his friend he's like, my dad's going to kill me I don't know if you heard that yeah. like a, he, and it's like, yeah well, it was going to happen either way because you own both tractors yeah both so of those other are guy your dad's jumps dad's off, tractors but
1: if the, the other guy jumps off last minute and you stay on and you just crash you smash crack, into you his? Sma-
2: then you' destroyed both tractors. I
1: don't see who wins ever well they were, they were high on, I know they when, were high smoking marijuana when you cigarettes dance, when you dance
2: in a warehouse I know who wins everybody. Definitely. Everybody watching and everybody participating. <laughs> the one the one thing I, I think it's great, I'm glad I looked the it best up. 80s was movie to date. Finding out the age of the people that are sp- uh, in the eighties they just couldn't find age appropriate people to play age appropriate parts. I don't well, know why
1: two and was the same. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean it happened in the eighties. Nine oh two and oh is eighties. Up into the nineties. It's like it's like, it's like late eighties. Is it? Yeah, I think it's, it's like the early nineties. No, I was into it, so it had to be
1: post ninety one. Loser.
2: Yeah. But anyway, um, (laughs) so I I look forward to the Wraith, man. I can't wait till you watch that. That should be the next one. I'm super excited. Yeah, I'm I'm excited about that. All right. I'm into it. All right. Well, that's going to be episode uh, 103 of the Hey My Man podcast. Ben, do you have anything you want to tell our fans, friends, listeners, and other countrymen before we clear out?
1: Check us out on Twitter at Hey My Ben and Hey My Dave. And uh, oh, I've been doing acoustic gigs with my band at One Timer Music. And um,
2: that's it. Your band is called One Timer. One You've timer. been doing acoustic gigs. Yeah, we've been playing. Where, locally. where will you be next? Like the
1: Chicago area. We just did two of these. Uh, I'm sure we'll be in another one of these micro brews
2: for some reason. You don't know specifically for right? hipster reasons. No, I don't have anything booked. We just did two. All right. Hey, also, uh, Jessica Hernandez just uh, released two oh. brand new songs. That you you. Good call. Good call. You have to go to her website, and you can. They're uh, on Spotify. Oh, you can't. You can find yeah, them already on yeah. Spotify.
1: She had two new songs. I'll tell They're you both what,
2: really good. I didn't want to do this because I didn't want to take any money away from her. But I'll play. I'll play us out with one of her new songs. Okay, so I don't know. know Spotify is robbing them. You should buy it from iTunes because she's that good. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Later.